0: Hey everybody, welcome to Limitless Radio Cast, episode 20. Going to be a great show, hanging out with the man who started his own fight gear company. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We're hanging out tonight with Matthew Wallström. if I say that correctly. He's a BJJ brown belt, four stripe brown belt, and he also is the founder, creator, of epic roll fight gear, you got shorts, shirts, rash guards, all kinds of stuff, man. Because I've actually gone on there and looked for mo- for some stuff, and he's got some epic, awesome stuff. We'll talk about that. We'll get into it and everything. Hey, Matt, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Joining us, we appreciate it very much.
1: Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: It's uh, it's awesome to have to sit down and just talk. Obviously, talk to guys that do jujitsu and everything else. But man, in your story, like. You, what made you want to start like your own gear company? Was it like a, a vision or something you just wanted? Like,
1: So it was kind of a like an accident sort of how it happened because um, right around the time that I I got into that or start Epic role, I had kind of found out about drop shipping and it was oh, interesting nice. okay. to me, you know, and I had heard, I was like, oh, okay, there's these products that you can sell and you don't have to hold inventory and kind of through that, I I saw people doing kind of their own brands and I, my background was marketing and design. And, and um, so that was a big, like just passion like of mine and a big part of my, my background. And I had like all the Choke Republic shirts and like the Toro brand shirts that you get at, you know, at tournaments. And I, and I was just like, there's, it's, it's just like, there needs to be more, you know what I mean? There was just, it was kind of lackluster. And, and also I was really like, Sick and tired of like the, the the corny shirts, you know what I mean? The corny sure. jujitsu shirts and like the just to take logos and it's like, hey, this is Starbucks, but it's jujitsu. Hey, this is yeah, Domino's sure. or Coke, but yeah. it's also jujitsu. I mean, it's like creative enough, but it just wasn't it wasn't doing it. And I really, I kind of thought, well, like there seems to be space in this for you know more jujitsu lifestyle brands, and so. I kind of I sat there and, you know, came up with the logo and uh, started with kind of that. And I really wanted to have a ranked gear. Like that was kind of another thing about the the, the um, products that I wanted to have was just more opportunities for people to kind of rep their belts. Sure. Because yeah. in jiu-jitsu, it takes so long to get to a black belt yeah, for most right. people. So it's like you're, you're a purple belt for a minute. You know what I mean? Like you you might be, you know, you might want to have some like different purple belt stuff throughout yeah. that time. So um so that was kind of an important part of it um was was developing that and it started with the logos just on the t-shirt ranked and uh and then there was a few designs and i would just kind of you know if i was i would sit there kind of think of a few designs and i'd spend some time just going through it working out the design and put it out there and it it was really well received you know like right out of the gates it, it it started to seem like it was a very um, like neutral brand that, that, that appealed to men, women, kind of kids, sure. you know, it wasn't like so in your face um, or obvious. And so um, that kind of grew from the t-shirts into people saying like, Hey, do you make rash guards? I'm like, I guess I should, you know, like, <laughs> why shouldn't I, you know? Right. And to fight shorts and then to geese and belts and and then, you know, flash forward, like, I mean it's only really been a thing for like three and a half years okay that's what i was going to ask you like how long
0: you've been doing that okay
1: yeah yeah i uh yeah i went i got like the the trademark on you know epic roll i bought every version of the, the, the url and just i mean and by the way I don't know what the hell I was doing. Like I went into this, you know what I mean? Like in this, I mean, I'm a, I'm like a serial entrepreneur, but I went into this, not like, I didn't get this roadmap of like, Hey, here, by the way, here's how you start a clothing brand. You know what I mean? It was just, (laughs) but, but it's, but it's such a a niche, you know, industry and product that, um, I was fortunate to have been in jujitsu. Like I said, I started in 2005 and, um, so I had a really, like, decent connection in that, just in that space with some awesome people and was able to kind of take that and sort of leverage some of those relationships that I sure. had to, to kind of get a little bit more uh, brand recognition and to get a little bit more street cred over time. And it really, really kind of grew organically um, to, you know, sponsoring tournaments and um, and then you know, podcasts and now, you know, sponsoring athletes. And it's super exciting to kind of see the trajectory of where it is and how far it's come um, in such a little time. And honestly, still people, so many people don't know about it. You know what I mean? So it really gives me a lot of hope kind of moving forward.
0: The future's bright, you know, but, but you've built like a good network. You've networked so well. And that's, it's awesome. Like you say the term organically, you know, and I've mentioned that to you, like we like to do the podcast organically, just guys hanging out and everything. But I, I think like, when you're doing a brand or you're building something doing organically helps so much more because you're not shoving it in people's face, but you're giving them an opportunity to see it, but you're out there and you're, you know, like you said, you're going to tournaments or seeing things and and you built this network of people who respect you. The jujitsu community is a great community. Obviously we know this to be in. So then they see that and you, and you also, it's a lot different, like you said, in terms of what you created. So you have a design. So I'm assuming you have like a design background, like some like graphic design. Is that what yeah, you had? Yeah, like, I okay. started...
1: I, yeah, yeah, like in ninth grade in high school. Right on. Cool. Um, I I did like I started Photoshop. You know, like at every nice. an age. And 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 in the past, I had graphic design companies and you know did um, designs for, for corporate you know brands, AOL, Clear Channel. Like nice. that was a, that was definitely a big uh, a part of, of what I did. So it was nice because I was just kind of take that skill set and then kind of apply it to this sure. in such a free and creative way that yeah. you know it was like it was amazing
0: that's what I love about your shirts. Like the shirt you have on right now for everyone that's listening in audio, you guys (laughs) who are watching this, uh, you can see it, but like Matt has a submission shirt on and it's, it's a great shirt because it has all this like listed data that's on there that people will be like, what does that say? What does that mean? And if they start looking at it, he has shirts that you guys got to go check them out and we'll get, obviously we'll get the website out there and everything, but also like all the, like come like all that stuff like the definition and like it's a full definition of different things and it's like yeah no one's doing that no at least in any kind of obviously in any kind of martial arts world like no one's like putting like the word of something and then describing what it is and then it engages people yeah. who see it and they're like what what's that what does that what does that mean it's like yeah. come here let me tell you about what you don't know <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. Like some of them are very subtle so like unless you're a jujitsu person like you exactly. might not even get it. Exactly. Right, yeah. You or know, you'd like to be like what the hell is that? Yeah.
0: When you are when it is a jujitsu guy you get the high
2: five. <laughs>
1: oh
0: or, no or, no doubt.
2: Right. Where do you roll? You want to go roll right now?
0: <laughs> you want to go practice. And
2: that's how you know what? And that's how it started like when Matt started you said 05, I started in 04. I started in 04. So when you saw somebody with a tap out shirt, whatever, you knew they trained, right? Yeah, definitely. Even though that shirt was probably pretty aggressive and in your face, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's what sucked about it too. When they started, I guess, for lack of a better word, selling out a little bit, everybody had a tap out shirt. You get it at Walmart and it's like, man, I don't even want to wear this anymore.
1: Oh, you can't. You can't, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they don't exist anymore, right?
2: No, they're they're
1: actually, you know, they're like the official like sponsor of the WWE. Yeah, WWE.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So they, I mean, it's a total shift now. Now you're in a whole nother, you know, group if you're wearing a tap-out shirt. People yeah. are like, oh, you know, wrestling fan. You yeah. like yeah,
0: Triple H and yeah. The Undertaker. and Not that there's anything wrong about that. Everybody out there who loves wrestling. I grew up watching wrestling and I went to a couple shows in Cleveland. Oh yeah. I liked Stone Cold Steve Austin, just like the next guy. I like the Attitude Era. (laughs) (laughs) I was down with that. I don't like it anymore. But
1: it it broke my heart when I found out that it was fake. You know what I mean? It broke my heart. As a kid.
0: Oh yeah. When you were younger and you were like, wait a minute.
1: Oh, I mean, I grew up in California. So my dad took me to the, um, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, uh, Steel Cage really death match, that oh, big, oh, man! what other match would you want to attend? I mean, I remember the Steel Cage coming down from the sky, like locking them in. I mean, incredible. And then I remember seeing about like Hulk Hogan using steroids and I was like, no. And then like it was fake. <laughs> and I was like, I hate it. Like, you it's know, like I'm over it, <laughs> I've been living a lie. You know, it was terrible.
0: It was crazy. I was just watching a documentary uh, on TV. They've been doing a documentary and I'll, sometimes I'll catch it with wrestling and they had uh, the ultimate warrior and sting. And I didn't know this about sting. They were both. I knew ultimate warrior was, but they were professional bodybuilders before mm. they even started. And I was like, wow, that's I didn't know. And they showed like him and they showed ultimate warrior and sting together. They were a tag team. When they first came in Texas, they went from, from one place, like I forget what state it was. They joined, started wrestling, but they were bodybuilders and they had knew nothing about wrestling. It was just that these were massive men who could, you know, put up a ton <laughs> of weights and they just like smash people. And they were like, it was terrible wrestling, but they were such a sell because of like how big they were. And then the, yeah. the owner of or- uh gold's gym was on there and he talked about like yeah if i had family members over uh you know they would open the fridge and be like holy crap there's nothing in here but steroids because it was in that era like it wasn't illegal you You could go to yeah you could go to the pharmacy and just get it like it was normal and it blows me away even now i go that just doesn't seem right (laughs) like how is that even possible but i get it like you know time shift and all that i
1: mean they gotta be these huge guys i mean it's like uh, Uh, i don't know you know the bigger the right that's the prerequisite for wrestling they're like oh yeah you're that size good
0: you're that's what makes jujitsu so awesome because you can be huge and then just get wrecked (laughs) very fast and you're like wait a minute what just happened (laughs) yeah that little guy just ripped me up
1: Yeah. Awesome. I mean, one of my instructors was a, you know, it was uh, actually this guy, Sal, that I had at school with for a while, who was uh, Kenny Florian's cousin. And so we oh, had, nice. um, and he was, bro, he was 140 pounds wet. And oh. I remember distinctly his neon belly pressure and, his, you know, just feeling like, so, and it was such a, such like an interesting thing, like early on to just be like, I don't understand you're like 50 pounds lighter than I am. And yet you feel like you're 300 pounds, you know? Amazing. is that
0: what inspired the neon belly uh, rash guards I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding but i love that that rash card's great and it's i always it. think about that because i go i had someone do neon belly last week and they did it really yeah. well popped up and i was like and i grunted you know, and turned yeah. to the side to push that knee off and i'm like oh i forgot how much that hurts when it's like full oh, go like when it's full go and it's in there you're like i don't like this i need to be out no. <laughs> <Right>
1: terrible <now." laughs> terrible yeah 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 no that that was definitely there's like like inspiration for some of these designs come, you know, at like very weird times. I mean that this shirt, I was sitting at an airport and I, and I was waiting for my flight. And I looked over and saw a guy doing one of these or a woman doing one of these, uh, you know, puzzles. And in my head, I was like, Oh, I probably wouldn't know the answers to any of those, but that would be cool if it was jujitsu. And then I was like, eh, maybe that should be a shirt, you know, yeah. and then put it together. And I mean, it, you know, just kind of thinks That's awesome. It. Oh, yeah, that's F- it's epic so F- F- to, to, to do, do that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, lady. You
0: know,
1: Shirts in the you mail, are, whoever you are. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: How was uh, how was training today? I see you got some uh, noon rolling in there.
1: Yeah, man, and I'll be back. He was getting after it tomorrow. too. What it is, is <laughs> dude. I mean, it's not. You can't at our school. I mean, it's just. Like, there's no easy rolls. And it's not like we have some aggressive gym at all. Sure. It's just the level of instruction that we have. And, you know, I mean, you go in there, and when you roll with, like, a blue belt, and you're like, oh, damn, like, like that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's very, very good. It's yeah. muddy legit. waters between like blue it's and purple Right, you know? sure. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so it was fantastic. But my body, bro, is just trashed. Like, after all <laughs> I mean, it is... It's a nightmare. My fingers, if you could see, I mean, the arthritis and huge bumps. I can't wear my wedding ring anymore. My, my fingers are bust up. LCL pops off. Right now, my, my pinky toe is dislocated. Can't do anything about it. I've had it popped back in like three times. It's just, you know what I mean? You had it taped today. Yeah. I, I noticed Absolutely. that, right? I did. Like,
0: yeah, you had it taped. Your yeah. hands were taped. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I hate man, I run tape too. And Chad runs tape too, so. That's what have Guys at the gym. Some new guys are like, "Why are you?" I'm like, I need to get guys? a tape sponsor. Is what right. I need.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stay
2: tuned. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I need tape people out
1: there?
2: Hey, I'll happily tape my fingers with all of your tape. We might we might be able to help you there soon. Yeah, very soon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you off air. Awesome. Beautiful. Once well,
1: like you're, I'm going through, like I'm sitting there and I'm like, I got to get to class 30 minutes early so that I can. You can zombie, tape, you know, <laughs> just tape up my whole life. Right. You know. Yeah. That's terrible. But yeah, no, it's good, man. That's
0: it. what happens when you put in all the work, though. But it's worth it. I mean, like, we've talked about this before. Like, so, you know, jujitsu means a ton to you because you have guys been in it for a very long time. And, you know, you and Chad starting, you were roughly around the same time, same time. But it means a, a ton to you. For you, Matt, like, what does it mean to you? Like, I know your jujitsu journey has been a very long time. You're still going through it. Your body gets it gets beat up, but you still go back. You still do it. You'll do the thirty minute tape, whatever you got to do to get on that mat to be around your family. What I I call our jujitsu brothers and sisters family, just because Uh people outside of it don't don't understand it. They don't really know what that's like. And not against anybody out there that's listening or watching that doesn't do it. By all means, find a local gym and try (laughs) jujitsu. Change your
1: life.
0: Yes, it will. What's it mean to you? Like over this time, like when you started into it
1: yeah i mean when i when i started um I, I started because i just wanted to get back in i wanted to get into martial arts. i did taekwondo growing up i feel like every kid says sure, yeah. that they did taekwondo growing up
2: mm-hmm. we, so we all did. And,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah exactly and so uh and i think that was like around the time the ultimate fighter hit that show had come out and and um, i you know i googled i saw like about you know jujitsu i knew nothing about it right? nothing at all and uh and I started, I went, I fell in love with it. I mean, it was like, I say to people now, we're so nice to new people that come into jujitsu. Like the indoctrination <laughs> in my experience, I mean, we. I was at the day where like, you're getting beat with your belt. Like people, I mean, it was 45 minutes of the worst warm-up drills to where you can't even stand up before class even now is starting. And then you're doing technique. And then you're just, I mean, it was like, it was, I was like a lot of you people wouldn't even have survived because it was a nightmare. Like we're in here giving you hugs and encouragement. And they're like, get sure. out of here if you don't care. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, right. you complain, see ya. Bye. Um,
0: <laughs> then you would have watched and just left and been like, Oh, oh I yeah, no- I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> totally,
1: totally. <laughs> but it, it it, just, I mean, I, so I obviously I fell in love with it. I, I started doing mixed martial arts about um, like a, a year into doing jiu-jitsu. I wanted to fight. Uh, and I, I my instructor at the time told me to, to do jiu-jitsu for one more year. So you should have a good base in this and then fight. And I got my blue belt like a day before I had my first MMA fight. Wow, um, nice. Yeah, which was kind of cool. Um, and I did that for a while. And then, you know, jiu-jitsu just, just over a very quick period of time, it became apparent that this was something that was going to be a part of my life forever and barring any injuries that would stop me from going like, you know, I've had them. I mean, I had a time where I was supposed to go with Sal and with Kenny Florian to Peru to his big black belt seminar. And, I had a massive herniated disc from playing off my back oh, for so long. Man. And I, you know, I couldn't even like walk for days. And the doctor was like, dude, you're out of jujitsu for at least six months. And he's like, and we recommend surgery. I remember like walking out of that, just sobbing, crying, like just oh, like yeah. a baby going. Cause I was just like, that was devastated. What do you mean? Take me off the mask for like six months? Like, no, you know, that's, it's like the worst punishment you sure. could give to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, so, you know, so it just became something that was just a staple and, uh, And um, and then once Epic Roll started, there was this segue and this amazing transition where through Jiu Jitsu, I was able to connect with just so many amazing people, you know, organically and just intentionally through other people. Sure. And you know what I mean? And so now. To me, I have this, you know, I have this product that, you know, I'll get messages from people that will be like, legitimately, this is my favorite jujitsu gear. Like, I see people go and, and spend money every single month, like a lot of money. And I know that there's plenty of other brands out there and there's plenty of other, you know, options. So the fact that I get so much of that feedback from these people, that it means so much to people, it's more than just sort of like a superficial thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's a sort of like a culture and community within jujitsu. And I see it continue to grow. So for me, my goals in life are about like helping people and like, you know, affecting as many lives positively as I can through my products and, and, you know, companies and, and, um, you know, innovations and things like that. So, so to me, this is the greatest gift of all to be able to take something love like jujitsu and, you know, unintentionally monetize it, but then be able to go out and there would be no reason uh, that I would be able to connect really with the people that I do. If I, if it wasn't for Epic role, if it wasn't for jujitsu, you know what I mean? Um, So I think that's just like, also just an amazing time for this all to be happening because of technology, because of social media, because of, you know, how you can connect with people right now. It's, it's like kind of, you know, universal, perfect timing. So it's, it means everything to me. You know what I mean? Jiu-jitsu is, uh, you know, until I can no longer, you know, roll, like that's just, that's just it. You know? Yeah.
0: I love that, man. Good, good on you too, because you took, it's a blessing to take what you, have and you expanded it and you're like you know what i love doing this so i'm also going to build this brand because i have a passion for it and i'm going to help people out and it monet you know you monetize from it from putting in the effort not for stating like yeah there's a lot of brands out there and everything else but you're not going this has to be what you wear and this is everything like you did it differently like you're not like shoving it down people's throat. You you know you get people to wear it, get people to enjoy it. They love it. They love the feel of it. They like the way it, it you know works on the mat, so on and so forth. You have athletes now and all that stuff. So like I look at it, when you tell your story, I'm like, man, that's a huge blessing for Matt and his family because you were able to take two things that you love. You design stuff that you loved doing before. You, f- you loved jujitsu. So then you were able to combine them, help people out, also supply income to your, yourself and your family and you're still doing it. And it's just starting. Like, like you said, man, like you've been doing it and it's blown up so much. So that's
2: awesome, man. So good on you, brother. That's cool. I love yeah, it.
1: I really appreciate it. Yeah, And I, I think,
2: it. I think just like jujitsu, like anything, you, you get out what you put in. And I think karma is a real thing, right? I mean, yeah. you put out good vibes, man, you're going to get them back. So, I mean, that's just a testament to you being a good person too, I feel. Uh, Thank you, man. I
1: appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. it's And and it's, you know, the way that I kind of approached the whole thing is I looked at social media and I was like, well, you know, there were a couple of people that I had, you know, like Kenny Florian and Jens Pulver and Jeff Curran and like a few people that I just like I knew and connected with. And I was like, okay, well, I can, I can send people out this stuff. And just objectively, like, I know how it goes. Like if people don't like it. They're not going to promote it. They're not going to mm, wear it. Sure. Not gonna, you know what I mean? And, right. and, and I wasn't going to say, Hey, like I get contacted all the time. People like, Hey, we'd love for you to, you know, like partner with us. We'll give you a great discount products to, to buy. And I'm like, I'm not buying shit from you. Like, if you want me to review something, <laughs> like send it to me. For- right. is what you do you don't charge me to like you know what I mean so so when I would send stuff to people I'm like here you go and here's my expectation nothing I'm a guy that created this brand I think it's super cool I think you're super cool I'd love to just share it with you because you know I admire you and where you are and so if you like it awesome if you never post anything I don't care I'm not asking for anything and I just approached it very like genuinely you know like i'm not going in with any expectations i'm not trying to con you into anything or you know bait you into whatever or ha- nothing just if you like it cool and you would be surprised at how big of an audience you can build and how big of a fan base like when when people don't feel pressure, because right. you know when they when they don't have that pressure they can if they want to do it great and and that's like way more meaningful for sure
0: right 100 percent like chad so. said like it's i mean it. it Chad and I talk about this all the time, and we talk about this on the show a lot. Um, it's really much like jujitsu, and it depends on where you go and what gym you're at and whatnot, and what kind of coaching and who you have around you. But, you know, we always say it's jujitsu for everyone. A lot of people say it is. Chad has recently changed his mind on that, and, and I'll <laughs> let him elaborate on that more. And obviously, you can like what's your opinion on it, Matt.
1: And Chad, go ahead. I would like to. hear <laughs> Well, I mean,
2: I was ch- we did a we did a podcast a few episodes ago with George Gergel. I'm sure you know who George Gergel. is. Yeah. Right? awesome dude. Speaks yeah. the truth, right? And you know, I had this opinion that jujitsu is not for everybody. It, you know, has the potential to be, but it's not. And his thought was, it is for everybody. It's your, for lack of a better word, it's your fault if it's not for you. It's just, and that's okay, right? like, am I saying how he said it right, Terry?
0: You are, you are. Yeah. Um, it, it, and it's take, take me for example. And it, so I'm a white belt, Matt still have a long way to go. And I'm, and I'm, white and I just belt. turned, I just turned 44 years old. So I'm an old white belt, but I can bring <laughs> it. <laughs> I, <will say laughs> that. I can bring <laughs> it, <laughs> but, um, but you know, I tell people when they come in the gym all the time, you know, and we, this can be for you, but you have to be willing to accept the consequences of what's going to come with it. There's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering and it's good, but you mentally have to build your mindset that this is what I want to do. It's not really the, yes, you can go to gyms and be beat down by people. And there are gyms like that. And, you know, like you were referring back to when you first started, when you guys both first started, it was way different. Oh, you know, yeah. than it is now for someone to walk in the gym, like no one, you know, even promotions, like promotions are different or, or you know, no one's getting beat with a belt. It, some places they are still like, but it's like, you're a black belt. Now let me beat you through a gauntlet and then put the black belt on you. It's like, damn, man, I just spent, you know, 12 years <laughs> killing myself to get this thing, you know? And yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to be beat with no belt right now, but, but I get it that's to each their own. I, I'm not judging them for what they choose to do, but when people come in, they have to have the mindset like this is going to hurt and it's going to be in sucky positions and you're going to be put in stuff that's very uncomfortable. But if you want to be, if you want to find out who you are and what you're really made of man, woman, whatever have you, then, then this is a perfect place for you because then you're also going to find a family and friends that you've never had in your life. People are going to be surrounded around you that will help you in, and not just in jujitsu talk to you, come anything, you know, Hey man, I need some help calling friends on that. Hey man, can you come help me? Whatever. It's just different and people don't understand it. So I do say, I do tell people, I'm like, that's the other part of it that you're going to get. And you're going to learn one of the greatest martial arts, if not the greatest that's that people can learn to defend themselves or do whatever. So I know that's a long-winded, my version of what <laughs> jujitsu is and well, but that's how I look at it for me personally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that it, it definitely can be for everybody. There's, I think there's tremendous value in taking people. Like if the goal is to spread jujitsu and get more people into it, you know, if you look at the percentage of people that start jujitsu, to get a black belt, right. It's such a small percentage, Mm -hmm. like still. And so there's like a drop off rate, you know, there's like, there's some obvious attrition there and it is very physically and emotionally and mentally draining, you know, thing to do. I mean, there's so many benefits to it, but if you're not the type of person that, that grits and all the time, yeah, it can be a little tough pill to swallow. But to take somebody in the beginning and sort of set the expectation and tone Um, you know, to just let them know, like, hey, when you're frustrated at every single belt and you feel like you can't learn anymore, like once you get like purple or, you know, or like a blue belt or purple belt, you're going to hit these like milestones and you're going to do this and like tap early and like think about your longevity. I mean, you can really, especially like higher belts, like I feel an obligation to sort of talk to people sometimes like that and set those tones because I'm only trying to help them integrate themselves into it with the right mindset. You know what I mean? So that they don't let the first bit of frustration stop them because the ultimate goal above myself is for them to do jiu-jitsu and that spreads another person doing jiu-jitsu you know what i mean mm-hmm.
0: oh 100 percent. definitely and i think that not i mean oh, go ahead. no you're good matt Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I think that I think jujitsu though, the non-negotiable for me, like when I say for everybody, the non-negotiable for me is self-defense. Like as a life skill, Mm -hmm. I think there's certain things that I just put into a category where when people are like, I don't do jujitsu. Okay, well that's fine. You could do whatever martial art you want. There's a, a real strong argument that jujitsu might be the most practical form and, and perhaps most, you know, the safest deployable form, because if I knock somebody out because I'm a good boxer and they fall and crack their head on the concrete and get a concussion and die, well, I'm going to prison, yeah. you know? So like I've had situations where I've had to like stop situations from having, and I used jujitsu and that helped. And it, and it, you know, it didn't allow those things to happen. So I think that self-defense should be a non-negotiable life skill for everybody.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it doesn't have to be jujitsu, but it's not a bad one too. Sure.
0: Not bad at all. So again, everybody out there, go find your local jujitsu gym and walk in. There'll be plenty of nice people that'll help you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with yep. ears that look all perfect and pristine and <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you do you guys do a lot of um do you have a lot of cross training at your gym with oh, other we- other people?
2: Oh, other, oh, gym, other gyms, yeah. you mean?
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: we'll get back to that with COVID. You know, during that we weren't doing any cross training. It was just sure. our people and new, new, brand new people. But we weren't guys cross trained very much during that or yeah. at all. So we'll get back to that. Yeah. Everybody's got
1: like a speakeasy jujitsu place set up. It's all boarded Everybody's going around the back doing a special knock. You know, <laughs> right. You right. Know?
0: Hold <laughs> yeah. on a second. Let me go and lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Secret, secret yeah, magic code tab. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. code tab secret. No, <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah and do I'm, it. I'm all about cross training. Cross training, I would never tell anybody they couldn't train anywhere. Obviously, you know,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. you guys get I think a lot you of have to. that too. Oh, go ahead,
2: Chad. Sorry, I was just gonna, you know, we've talked about it before. I think you do have to have loyalty somewhere, you know, obviously, rank and all that good stuff, but cross training as much as you can.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Our, our, our school is huge. Um, with that, we have people that, you know, we've had ADCC, um, uh, competitors come through just to train light locks with us because our lineage is, you know, I mean, I was, from Hen- Henzo, yeah, I was going ask Tom you like
0: what that is nice. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically Henzo, Ricardo Almeida, Tom de Blas, Sean Stutman, you know, is a, who is my instructor who's a ninja and apparently certified in every martial art you could possibly. Be. I went on his website when I first came. Out, I was like, I read your bio and I went on the next I was like, oh, so you're a ninja. That's great. Like, you're, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way to describe and, it. <laughs> I mean, like, one of, I mean, his, his, his like resume is stupid. I, it's incredible actually because when you transition to a place where, um, you have such elevated levels of training, I remember the first time going and, and like rolling with him. Like, one of my best friends, his first degree black belt was there. And so I would go and visit him before I officially joined that school. And I remember rolling with him and I'm like, I I would roll and literally did, could do nothing. I could do zero things and I couldn't figure it out in my brain. I was like, no, no, no. I've been doing this 15 years. I don't, what do you like, this is not happening. I don't understand. So to me, it was like this light bulb moment of, of going in and going, wow, there's a, there's a whole nother level. Um, of jujitsu that is out there. And I'm so blessed to be in a place that has that, you know, level of instruction because it's just, it's made such tremendous gains for, for me, you know, selfishly personally.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Know, so. That's
0: what I love about it so much. Like, there's no, um I mean, really, there's no true end mm-hmm. to jujitsu. It's, there, no. there's, like, if you think you know everything, then then you better reevaluate because you don't. There's no way. I mean, there's just too much and there's too many great people out there that have done it that can, you know, teach and instructionals and all that stuff. But like, this is a prime example that you're just saying that, like, you do something, you're like, what the Wait, this is not right. And then it's like a whole nother level. And, and, and it's like, okay, I want to, we need to learn that teach teach yeah. me that.
1: <laughs> well, a lot of people though, you know, are still kind of like, you know, you'll find that there are still schools that are that very much keep to their own and they don't embrace, you know, I'd say like what we study most um is like probably more american jiu-jitsu sure. than, than traditional brazilian jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. right? It's a heavy leg game and um it, you can ignore that stuff now, but I mean, it's like if you're not training that and you go and roll with somebody who does, even on like a blue belt level for like a, I mean, we've had like black belts come in and get tapped out by blue belts of us with like submission. You know what and I mean? mean? That's scissors, just like, sure. and in my head, that's the thing that should never happen ever. <laughs> you know?
0: Right. Yeah. Cause you're looking at that, that rank difference and the knowledge and you're like, it's like,
1: even if you don't know it, you need to know the defenses. Too. Sure. Exactly. You might, you might not be legs, might not be your whole thing, but dude, you got to at least, you know, right. You're looking around that a little bit, So it's that guy. Who's that guy over there? No. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's what I do yeah, all the time so when I watch shout these out guys. to
0: <laughs> Go ahead, shout them out. No,
1: I just say yeah, So shout out the Silverback. You know what I mean, Chantilly, Virginia. Man, oh, if you guys are locals. You yeah. got to come and check them out, man. It's amazing.
0: Very cool. Um, I want to ask you about this. I don't. I, you posted about this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. So yeah. what's the what's the brainchild behind the uh the shaker?
1: Wow. Well, when i saw that i was
0: like wait he did two sizes i'm like it's actually
1: just one bottle you're just removing this you're just so you're you're either you can either do it with one scoop of protein or you can use the bigger one and be able to have two scoops of protein um yeah
0: this nice
1: yep So that way you don't have, you know, this is actually very similar to like a blender bottle size. This one is a little, obviously, you know, slightly bigger. Um, But yeah, this, this actually started uh, 15, 14 years ago.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So it's been, you've been working on this for a little while, right? Obviously. Very long time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: this is before to the jiu-jitsu point jiu-jitsu where I'm like,
1: yeah, to the point where I'm like, okay, almost there. You know? Today's um, the day. <laughs> holy shit. It's it's uh yeah, it's been quite a process. But um, it's very cool. It started actually as a baby bottle. So when I had my first kid, we had to bottle feed a lot, and so okay. where I'm like walking around with formula and water and containers. And I, and I remember sitting there one day I was at church and I, my wife was homesick and I got my son and um, he's crying and I'm trying to scoop the thing into it. I literally scooped formula onto his face, like father of the year, you know, <laughs> and I'm making just a disaster of the situation. He's screaming, I'm mortified. I went home defeated as a defeated man. And I was like, you know, there has to be like something else out there that like allows me to not have to carry all this stuff around. Right. and, there was not. So I'm like, hey, maybe I should design something. And um and I ended up getting two fully granted patents, basically utility patents on like how this works, this clean nice. control system that keeps water separate from your uh, your protein. From your protein, um, nice, yeah. And uh because you know, now what's out is people have to scoop stuff in. They have mm-hmm. to like either take in a container pour it in whatever. So completely removing that that step, um you know, we've got the ability to put uh, pills uh, in the bottom. So
0: that—that's—that's that's, yeah. yeah. This is yep. like the primo for everybody out there. This is going to come out. I'm I'm assuming coming out to the market soon on EpicWorld.com. Yeah, like
1: two, three, it's actually going to be on the One Bottle uh, Company.com. Oh, you going so to this, do okay? So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. It's just it's this is my other company, but um. Yeah. So probably two or three months we should be selling. Nice. It'll be on Amazon. It'll be. Um, uh, nice. yeah, we have, a, a some, my business partner, I'm, I'm extremely lucky to have, uh, to met him to because of, you know, who he is and the connections that he has with this. So again, leveraging social media sure. and all yeah. that. I mean, it's a product that I genuinely think will help people. I think like, that's again, going back to what's so satisfying about this is not only the grind of 14 years of really trying to like, you know, persevere to make, uh, like something happen with this, mm-hmm. um, but then having the ability to, you know, have connections with so many amazing people now to be able to share with them. So it's uh so once we launch this, you know, then in about a year um, after this, we'll launch the baby bottle um, uh, version of it to get out there. It's a very delicate market babies. Sure. <laughs> fitness, right. Fitness is a lot, uh, a lot easier. To yeah. Break fitness, into a lot yeah.
0: Of, you know what I mean? It's way different. Yeah. There's a lot of um. Yeah. you got to cross your T's and dot your eyes, man. When you're talking from, you know, a baby side, it's like, Hey, I made a car seat, it, you know, it, You mentioned design. I'm going to sidetrack here. So that's what I'm a design engineer. So I draw on, I do 3D models all day. That's what I do. And I design tire molds. Um, But so, you know, I understand that. Like, it's like, Hey, you design this. Well, there's a whole lot of hoops you have to drop, go through, because if it messes up, (laughs) guess what (laughs) trouble (laughs) trouble for sure, man, the coolest thing, like with that product there, it's so gym friendly. So very much. He- here's me going to the Y I take my shaker bottle, but I'll take it dry and I'll put my protein and I still take white protein to this day. I put my right protein in it, dry container. And then when I'm there, I'll just, I just do water. I'll just go to the fountain and like fill it up with y- water at the YMCA. And then I shake it up and, you know, hit my protein. But this it's like, if I want a different liquid, I can keep it in the container. I can undo the bottom, pour my protein in, boom, done. If I got some bites, you know, vitamins, I can, you know, the even extension. So yeah, it's a, and
1: it's very modular. So if you wanted to stack another one of these below it, you know, we're going to sell that too. So, so basically it's, you know, it'll be modular. I'm going to come up where there's some different products, you know, there's stuff for, uh, for hikers and runners that we're going to develop. That'll be, that'll kind of screw on. That'll have first aid kits and and different like medical oh, things. So where they could dude. just be running with a bottle yeah. and they don't have to carry like a medical kit and yeah. some different, you know, first aid yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, you know, the, I mean, basically, you know, you have the way that it works is it goes through these different positions that will kind of keep This almost like a Parmesan cheese container and lines up and has your locked and and unlocked position. And uh, I I spent so much time going through and reading every single water bottle, blender bottle review that I could possibly review on Amazon to find out what people didn't like about the bottles. Like what, what was the biggest yeah. gripe? Like what were things that they hated so that I could take those into consideration and go, okay, are there things that are applicable for our product to, to make that now so that we maybe avoid some of the, you know, those issues. Yeah. Um, and one of which was, and, and surprisingly one of the most consistent issues among all bottles was Protein and mix, dry mix, getting stuck down in the corners of the container.
0: Yep. Every time.
1: So I made mine concave. You made it concave. So there are no corners on it. So, you know, it will never be an issue.
0: Radii those corners so there's no sticking, no sharp edges. You know what I mean? (laughs)
1: That's awesome.
0: That is awesome. Very cool.
1: Without reading those reviews. And I would have never guessed that people would have been so pissed about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sure.
0: Great. (laughs) Yeah. You did your due diligence though. You know, like if you're doing this, you have to, you have to put in the effort again, I'm going to relate it back to jujitsu. You have to put the effort in if you want an outcome of it. So instead of just sitting around like, oh, let's just make it like maybe everybody else did or not even put the research in or whatever you did. You took the time to do it. And look, it's, it's been a multi-year process and you're, and now the light's there. You put all the hard work in and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's an expensive Please. ass process. Let me just oh, say I bet, brother,
0: I bet for sure, man.
1: I, I mean, this bottle consists of seven parts, and just just the tooling for making just just making the parts, not making it, but the tooling for it was two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, the tooling, oh, and that's god. that, and that's not even all of the money and the patents. I was going to say all the other stuff. Fees. you have to. Oh my god, you I write a book about like this <laughs> now? To you know, like it's you should it, write a I book mean, that says
0: what not to do. <laughs> Seriously, I that's mean, your next it, thing like
1: holy crap man it's it has been a process but i mean again something i'm so 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 proud of um yeah. and, and and so excited to get out to the world but yeah i put a lot of effort into it because you know it, it has to it has to work perfectly but if it does you know our idea was like we want to really make the like the iphone of water bottles like we really want to step it up sure. and make something That's so why i called it the one bottle so that you know it's just supposed to be like that one bottle that you need anymore so i'm excited it's going to be I awesome to like get it out so
0: It'll be sweet. It'll be awesome. Absolutely. People, I'll definitely yeah. send you guys
1: some.
0: Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it very much. Like yeah. our, I'm um, yeah. So we got everybody out there. I'm gonna say it because we got some sweet sh- shorts. We got Epic Girl shorts. It came today actually, and we got some rash guards. And we're gonna put them. We're gonna put them in the gamut next week. But I already know. I feel them. Like I felt them. I was like, ooh. I was like, these feel
2: good.
0: It's and that that fair. green color is sick. It's <laughs> not like, bad, man. Right? I was like, this is nice. I like it. And I like I the drawstring. Yeah.
1: Getting rid of that velcro. Velcro is yes.
0: done. <laughs> no more, no more bunch over. No moss. No moss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. It, I mean, everything that the Velcro touches, it ruins. It's just a fact. It's like, and as I start doing some of these projects, like that, uh, you know, that young um, star, Icaro Moreno, that I'm sponsoring, I, when I was asking him about shorts, because we're doing kind of custom fight gear for his Nokia tournaments and, uh, you know, all elastic. Everybody, once it, once I was like, hey, I'm going to stop doing Velcro. I was didn't know if people were going to be like annoyed or whatever. And sure. everybody's like, awesome. I'm like, great. Good decision. You know, because okay. it touches your rash guard, it messes it up. It touches right. the string of your drawstring, yeah. it, it frays it and pulls right. it apart. It, it just sucks.
0: And that's what, night like your shorts, you have, you have like solid, good elastic, but you have the drawstring inside. So it's still yeah. there. So you can still draw and you still have the tightness from the elastic. So your, your drawers ain't coming down because they're tied up. So no that's one's right. grabbing him, pulling him down. No, it's right not out. like Muay
1: Thai shorts, you know. Just, yeah, right. Yeah. Pull down, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, they're they're uh, they're good. Awesome, I man. just got a lot more exciting designs coming, and you know, a bunch of more projects that are coming out with some really awesome people. So I'm excited. Busy man. Try.
0: <laughs> it's all right, <laughs> it's brother. You, that's you what know? yeah you got. It's what you're supposed to do, though, because it's your passion, you know. It is. It's your
1: it
2: passion is. And-
0: you know, getting stuff it out is. there and letting everybody see it and everything. I'll so Ch- I'm going to ask him because we always ask this, Chad, Who's what's that? your, so what oh. do you, what, what's your legacy going to be? What do you want your legacy to be
1: then? Um, I, I really want to, uh, I find that like over the years with the the positions that I've had in, in sort of corporate America, a lot of it was sales. A lot of it was sales psychology and teaching people and inspiring people. And I was kind of like a decent storyteller and, and uh, you know, had a, had a way of connecting with people, I think, a uh, very genuine empathetic level. And, and so I, I looked at that and I, and over the years with different, you know, people that have have worked with me would would send me messages about, you know, helping them get to like another level of their life and helping them, you know, inspiring them to do great things in their life. And that to me was the most meaningful stuff to hear from people. So to me, what I what I want my legacy to be is I want to grow these brands um, to a you know a large global level uh, so that I have the forum uh, to be able to inspire other entrepreneurs and other people to go do amazing things in their life because life is too short you know and there's I know so many people that work in these jobs that um, they make great money but they're miserable you know what I mean sure. and that's such a tragedy to me like for me to you know, my main job is real estate, but I love real estate. And so I have, you know, I've got these, these companies that I'm building that uh, I love everything about. It's that it's like a, you know, double-edged sword. So I have that passion behind it, which drives the motivation to keep growing that, you know, coupled with people's like, you know, obvious um, positive interactions with it. So it's kind of like, to me, there's no slowing down. It's just getting to a point where I can hopefully, you know, inspire the people. Cause there's, there's so many, there's so many really important people through podcasts and books and uh just important people in life that that their messages and their struggles and all the things that they went through inspired me and even my business partner you know john uh, i'd like to be a john for somebody one day like he did for me you know the partnership that we have and everything it's life-changing it's like to be able to I feel an obligation to pursue wealth in terms of my, because it it gives me the ability to reach more people, to help more people, to influence more people, to, you know, put my products out there. And um, so, so that's, I think that's really it. It's, it's really just inspiring others, you know?
0: That's awesome, man. I love it. It's It's paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Chad, you've talked about that before. Like life isn't all about how much money you make. It's about being happy what you're doing. So you yeah, can be I mean, the richest yeah. person in the world and not really have a ton of income, but you could be doing everything something you love every single day. Now, obviously, if you have both, awesome. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Even better. Great. Even better. But if you wake up every day and you're miserable, miserable of what you're doing, people, stop doing it. Don't do it. Trust me. There's yeah, going to be some… Yeah, go ahead, a, Chad. Sure. Say,
2: that's a it's a hard thing to do, right? If you are making good money and you hate what oh, you're doing, right? I so, mean, so hard. To do. I was kind of forced into that position. I lost. I was in logistics forever and warehousing, and I worked my way up from driving a forklift, working in the warehouse, to being the manager of that, right? And being over people, and you know, then you get into that. That's a whole different headache, right? Than actually. Doing the doing the work, so I lost my job doing that, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? I made good money, I had a cell phone, a laptop, but a week after I was out of there, I'm like, I'm happier than I have been in ten years, right? Because I wasn't being micromanaged and I wasn't all that stuff, you know, all the all all the corporate stuff, and um, you know, I did. I worked at a gold store for a while after that, you know, where you just go and people, you buy people's gold. And then it, it came up the opportunity at East coast. Cause I'm not the owner of East coast, um, to manage the gym. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. You know, to manage day to day and be able to teach. I did teach jujitsu then, but not as much, um, to teach all week and run the gym and keep the legacy of, you know, the, the. Uh, we've never talked about it, Matt, but the, the owner of East coast passed away of stage four cancer about six years ago. Um, his wife still, his wife still owns it. She lives in South Carolina and I run day to day and she's very involved in everything. Um, so when he, he was still alive, he asked me to run the gym and I'm like, absolutely to be able to carry his legacy on. And I know exactly what he wanted in a gym. Um, you know, I have this big tattoo with his signature on it that I got, you know, so. Yeah, very cool. So it's it's a very cool opportunity that I was given, and uh, like Terry said, it's not always about what you make; it's what you can change people's lives, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So that's my two cents. Nah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a good two cents. <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean, what's that like Jim
1: Carrey's got that quote where he's like, "I wish everybody would become rich and famous so that they could realize it's not the it's
2: not the thing." It's you not. Sure. Yeah, it's you know, and I'm kind of deal with. I have twin boys that are going to be 17 this year. Um, one wants to go into law enforcement. So he's going to start classes. Um, he's going to do his senior year at our local college, one of our local colleges. And my other son doesn't know what he wants to be. And it's so hard to like, you want him to be successful and make money, but don't do it if you're not happy, find something you want to do because, you know, I was 40 in my early 40, I was 40 when I found out or when I got the opportunity to do what I love, you know? And I'm glad I did. And I wasn't just wasting away in that office doing logistics stuff. So, cause I'd probably still be doing it.
1: Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I, I I turned 41 this year and I mean, I like, <clears throat> just to be clear, I had tons of crappy jobs and, yeah. you know, I mean, you go through that experience and you realize like what you don't want. And I think once you sort of get, you know, off of that victim mindset and you recognize that, you know, with enough, like perseverance and with enough drive, you really can, you know, make your life what you want. it. You can sure. really, you know, yeah. I mean, it might take time mm-hmm. to make it, you know, but, but I think one of the biggest, uh, you know, issues that people have when it comes to doing that is that they don't even know what they want their life to look like. Like I've yeah. talked to so many people mm-hmm. and I'm like, what would your perfect day look like? Like if you had could have any job, any lifestyle, like in your mind, like tell me, verbalize what that would look like. And nothing just they couldn't they couldn't articulate it. and i was like you know if you can't articulate where you want your life to go and if you don't have a clear vision of where it's going then you're driving without a map you you know you're you're just kind of aimlessly walking through life and that's not really, you know, I mean, you could do that. Maybe everybody needs to go through that journey to come to that conclusion. But when you empower yourself with that understanding that you really can with, you know, like wake up and be responsible for you and you can affect your emotional intelligence, you can affect your productivity, you can do things. And for God's sakes, YouTube exists. So you can pretty much teach yourself anything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people that yeah. complain now, I'm like, hey. Did you ever use a Dewey Decimal System to write a book before Portal? <laughs> right, we were just talking about that. Like, yeah. hey, uh, yes, go find 100%. a book using that. And then you complain to me. Okay? Yeah. Right. I mean, get out of here with Google everything right. immediately. You exactly. have to answer to and YouTube and you teach yourself. I mean, I. so, so to me, it's like, you know... It, People that sort of take that um, and make excuses, it's sad because it's just delaying the time that you could spend, you know, progressing your life and and, and putting it in the direction where you want. So
2: being better. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And you, and if you have, you know, Matt, you have kids, Chad, you have kids. I have, I have three kids. It's and so you, you can project that onto them. Like, Oh, you don't have to like do this, but if you work hard and then you stay focused or you put forth effort, you know, stay the grind, do it. It's going to suck sometimes. Yes, it is. But be willing to keep an open mind and do this kind of stuff. And you can be very successful and then you can be very happy and you could wake up every day doing what you love and not worry about all that stuff. Or you could wake up every day and be happy and be as rich as you want to be as you possibly could be. You know what I mean? So
2: yeah. You know, yeah. like
0: it, 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 it there's such a perspective and it is funny, like you could teach yourself all this stuff on YouTube. And I think there's a gap right now. There's like, there's people younger than us that don't really do that. And then there's our kids that that's kind of all they do is watch YouTube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. balance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So actually yeah
2: so when we when we first started the podcast terry's young i think it was your youngest son's like when do you guys get merch right oh yeah Yeah. my (laughs) seven-year-old
0: that's the first thing he said he was like that's a youtube thing right everybody's got merch. yeah he was like oh daddy how many subscribers do you have when are you guys gonna get merch and i'm like dude like what what do you like come on
1: (laughs) <laughs> they don't get i'm very i feel very grateful though to be born when i you know born 1980 i and it was like we grew up without the internet and without these things but not so old that we couldn't still take advantage of them and use them for our own personal game oh, and yeah. you know what yeah, i'm right. saying like oh, we're not yeah. like i don't know technology or like you know what yeah. i mean like because yeah. there's definitely those people out there but um yeah. so i felt like it's good because it you know it also I mean, I'm I'm happy to have grown up like that. Again, it's perspective and in life, I sure, think perspective exactly. is everything. You know what I mean? So you you could see like, oh, I know what it was like to not have Google and all yeah. these different. I knew things. what it was and, like
0: to dial up AOL oh and, w- and wait and then brutal, wasn't it? And then get booted when someone called the house and you then you were off. angry because you were in the middle of a chat room and talking smack yeah. at somebody. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And whatever you wanted, it was like yeah. I look back now and I think, wow. Is that really what we did? <laughs> That's really what we did, man. Like, how did we, we live? Did. Yeah, how did we live? <laughs>
1: like savages. <laughs> right.
0: And now the internet slows down, and my kids are freaking out.
1: I know. My thirteen-year-old,
0: daddy, the Xbox not
1: run. What's going on with the internet? I'm like, nothing's wrong with the internet, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just that the damn Xbox requires like a city's worth of you know data and everything to right. run the exactly. realistic game that he's playing. Right. Yeah. yeah. That I'm oh like,
0: you probably shouldn't be playing this. But dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Let me sit down and watch you for about 20 minutes. Pretty sweet. I, know, <laughs> I didn't I play know. games like this. I grew up on Mario no. and I played Atari in the beginning. When it Man. Frogger and. You um, say that to people and they're
1: like, oh my God. like, are you, do you live oh, at home? Like, how old are you?
0: Like, I see yeah. now, I'm like, oh, Pitfall. Remember Pitfall? And people are like, I what that? is that? And I'm like, I was like, it was like Indiana Jones, but just straight across the screen. And you yeah. grab vines <laughs> and you jump. If you turn and... it
1: into stick figures. <laughs> right. I was like,
0: it was terrible. Yeah. You know, those guys yeah. were the first inventor of the video games or, well, Commodore 64 before that. But anyway, that's going yeah. back to, to nerdy roots. See, we grew up in the best time, though. We grew up in. 80s music into 90s we were we were we grew up into the technology era where we were like fed into it so we grew up with it and then Obviously, some of the greatest movies of all time in those eras. (laughs) Obviously. yeah,
1: It's so disappointing when you try to get your kids to watch classic movies that you loved growing up and the level of disappointment, like literally we would start a show and the second that the tiger, you know, for the beginning of the thing, isn't like in 4k (laughs) and popping out of the screen. They're like, what the hell is this? Like, right. what, what are we watching? A documentary from right. science class? Like, what are you? Yeah. What, yes, what are we watching right now? You know what I'm like? I'm like, it's back to the future. Right. Like, you're supposed to like this. Like, what do you mean?
0: Ten minutes yeah. in, I'm still glued to the TV. Everyone's out of the living room. And I'm like, eventually I'm like, oh, what happened to everybody? I'm like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. I remember this when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember, Chad, take,
0: we, Go ahead, Chad. We've talked about it. I,
2: well, I remember taking my boys to uh, like a local arcade that opened up when they were they might have been ten, maybe, and had all the games that we played, and they were playing like the PlayStation that they had hooked up in the arcade. I'm like, you don't like these? No, oh, the graphics are terrible. terrible. Like, these graphics are great. And, I mean, they were terrible, but right, it is know, funny now. No. We didn't have anything else. Right, nothing. Exactly. It's great. nothing. It's great, you know, like man. Play Technoball and shut up. Oh,
0: I know. Techno how awesome was Technoball? You get Bo Jackson. You were super fast. And then you could hit the turbo button and just run super fast. Uh, Barry Sanders was actually in that. All kind of, all the old guys were in there. All like, of them. Sweet. all of
1: them. So many good
0: ones. I actually, when they so came out with the, with the retro Nintendo, we got it. My son, I was like, Oh dude, Technoball's on here. So we played it. My son was like, he doesn't play sports games. He's all in uh, like
1: yeah. call of duty and
0: everything. And I go, this is awesome. And he's like looking at me and I was like, I'm (laughs) I'm an old dork. I don't even know what to say to you. (laughs) Like, it's like, all right, son, you have fun. I'm going to go now. I know.
1: I know. I don't know. I think the only leverage I have against my oldest son is just that I can still kick his ass in jiu-jitsu. You know? Ah, like there you go. He's got this like date in his head. He's like I think 18 and like now, you know, training, he trains. He's he's 15. He turns nice. 16 on uh, on Christmas Day and uh and so, you know, he'll get his blue belt um you know probably around that time. Very cool. And uh, it's crazy cuz I was like, "Bro, you're going to get your blue belt at, you know, 16 years old. I got mine at 27." You know what I mean? <laughs> like
2: I'm sure. gonna be forty one getting
1: a black <laughs> like, belt. Well, you're you're gonna be like you're twenty-one. Like Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. There's gonna be a shift. So I'm holding on to that like as long as I can. You know what nice. I mean? Yeah.
0: And there'll always be that skill transition. He'll just be learning all the new tricks and little things, and you'll be like, dang it. Like I
1: know.
0: Your mind works.
1: Young purple belt, you know, young, strong twenty-five right. year old purple belt. It's the biggest pain in the ass in the gym, you know?
0: <laughs> So my seven year old started a couple months ago. Uh, he's been, he was bugging me and bugging me and, uh, we weren't, kids weren't doing contact until yeah get cleared whatever months ago. So he's like, I want to go daddy. I got to go do jujitsu. And he was like, when can I go with you? I was like, buddy, you have a ways to go until you go with me to the mat. You're right. Like, yeah. and he's always bugging me all the time. Well, I cut, like they've taught him a couple cross collar chokes and stuff, just, you know, simple stuff and, yeah. uh, simple stuff for him really hard for me, but just clear that <laughs> up. So <laughs> but yeah. I, every time, every time I come home, come in first thing, come in door. Can we work on my choke? Can we work on my choke. I'm like, he's like, no Dad, your grip goes like right. this, right? I'm yeah. like, <laughs> right. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm all sweaty, dude. I gotta take a shower. <laughs> Let's work on this tomorrow. Can you pass it's my? Great guard? though that no. he cares. You know, that's awesome <laughs> yeah. that he wants yeah. to do it. And the, and and the coaches there are fantastic at our gym, and which helps. You know, it it gave him the confidence to believe even in a young age because it was interesting um, his one coach on Monday, Pete, um, he's our other, uh, black belt. He teaches the kids on Monday. He asked my son's name's Archer. He was like, you want to learn how to choke? And they were all in a group doing it around. And he was like, no. And he was scared. Like he just didn't it, at first. Cause he was just like choking someone like that's, yeah, That's not something you do, but then he Pete was so good. He's such a great coach in terms of with the kids and in and, and general, he's a great guy. He came around and waited to see him. He's like, Archer, are you sure you don't want to try it? And he was like, okay, I'll do it. And then that was it. And then I tell, yeah. I tell Pete all the time, every time I see him on thanks. Like he's hooked like all the time now. Okay. He's like, I'm going to, and I'm like, yeah, someday you'll choke me, Archer. Someday <laughs> you'll choke me. <laughs> oh,
1: man. I don't, I don't know if it would have ever been a negotiable about my ki- my kids not doing jujitsu. Like both of them, I started at five, you nice. know, and I have a dojo in the house too. So I, so, um, but they, you know, luckily they liked it, but I was just like, well, it's good. Cause I was going to make it anyway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> You had no choice anyway, (laughs)
0: right? And as we alluded to, like, I mean, to be frank, it is—it's essential for people. I mean, if you're going to any kind of field, really, and any anything, that type of defense is just there's nothing that compares to it in terms of being able to close quarters defense. You know, if you, Hey, maybe you're going to be, you know, a law enforcement officer. Well, heck man, you got a huge jump already on what you probably should know and how much you should be training, you know, or you're in college. We're all knuckleheads at times. (laughs) I'm not saying you should go out and do this anybody, but I'm just saying, you know how to defend yourself or take care of yourself in a proper manner. And you actually, Honestly, everyone knows this. That's in our community. That you keep a cool head, you kind of just do. That's just what ends up happening over time, you know. Yeah. So it's For very sure. Cool. Yeah.
1: There's and so, I, many, so many benefits.
2: Yeah, I, I think the confidence part Ooh, is yeah. is bigger than knowing how to defend yourself sometimes, or just how you carry yourself, right? In that respectful, confidence way. I mean, I've been doing martial arts since the early '80s. I did karate and all that. I've never been in a fight in my life, and I think a lot of that is right place right time kind of knowing where you should be (laughs) but a lot of that is um how you carry yourself i think and how you talk to people and respect people and and all that stuff sure i look i look back now some of the never that i was in real bad areas but man how didn't i ever get into something you know i was so lucky so lucky yeah different places we used to go yeah you don't you
1: know you don't walk in the back alleys you know (laughs) late (laughs) at night like you know yeah but but it is it is great. I mean, the the confidence. I think you're right. The people that you meet. The yeah. you know. I mean, there's so many. And I and I think that there's you're hard pressed to find any other physical activity that will put you under the level of stress th- that hardens you like jujitsu. Like there's oh, a direct yeah. correlation to just <laughs> like your your ability to you know handle and emotionally handle drama and or trauma and, <clears throat> and uh, you know pain and all kinds of stuff in life because you're in those horribly uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I have one little bit of at breath to try and not, you know, like all that survival, like all that training, you forget that we're like, every week we train like fight, like like Spartans, like we're like right. warriors, yeah. we're going yeah. in there fighting people, like people don't understand how hard that really is, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, I mean, it's also kind of cool, because you know, that as as long as it takes to get proficient at jujitsu for most people, it was always like one of those things when people didn't want to do it or they like knocked it or like oh it's just stupid or whatever. I was like I would laugh. I was like that's great, that's great that you think that. You know what I mean? Like I love for you to come and visit the gym, but I laugh because I'm like you don't even know how. No I mean, at a blue belt against a just an untrained person, you're dead. That's it. You know, know what I mean? You better you better knock them out because you're dead. There's not. And a black belt, you're not going to even accidentally, I was going to say, into yeah, to a situation right. like yeah. where you're yeah. on top of me and I'm just sitting there getting pounded. It'll never happen. Like, it's just not, you know, for an untrained person. So again, non-negotiable life skill, self-defense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent for sure.
1: For sure.
0: Yeah. That, that confidence too. Like I was thinking even in my short time of being there, I mean, just, um, I've always had good confidence, just who I am. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But it has helped. But also the coolest thing is like from jujitsu standpoint is like Matt, what you're alluding to, like you're real hard. I mean, you roll hard, you get hard rolls in. Sometimes you're working some stuff and you roll hard, but it's, it's jujitsu hard. Like you're trying to get moves. You're trying to get position. You're trying to get your hands and locked in certain positions and trying to go for certain things. Maybe you're not trying to go for a submission. You're just trying to get to a certain location. Um, But that guy when you're all done and you hug clap, whatever you do. And then when you're done training, the whole class is over. Everybody's done and everyone going around. Hey man, good job. Way to work tonight. Way to get after it. They care about your well-being, They care about you versus like other things. Like people don't understand that part. It's like that dude wants to choke me out or do things to me. (laughs) But at the end of the day, he's going to pick me up off the mat. He's going to thank me. I'm going to thank him. And we're going to go on our way. And we care about each other when we leave, you know, the others times when you're like, SOB, man, that was going way hard. Like, you know what I mean? But that's just in general. But at the end of the, but truly that confidence and that encouragement comes from just being in the grind. You're, You're in the trenches and trenches that people don't understand unless you're there, you know?
1: No. For sure, I, I I remember walking through L.A. one time, like uh, near the Gramman Theater, and I we were on our way to um, Hawaii, and we we're walking through uh, just to see the sights and show the kids. And I see this guy in like a group of people ahead walking towards me, and we're walking past him. I got my crew with me, my family. He's wearing a jiu-jitsu shirt. I'm wearing a jujitsu shirt. We meet eyes, <laughs> uh, unrehearsed. I mean, but we're like a distance away. We walk by, unrehearsed. Both just. No, it was like a simultaneous. We just pounded fists and just kept walking. Keep going, yeah, never said a word. It was amazing. I was just so cool. I was like, "That's jujitsu." Like every, you know, like I, I've right. traveled to different countries, different states, and I have schools where I go every time I travel. I go and train with them. It's amazing to have like a community of of people like that. Like it's such a everybody wants to believe like their fraternity and their group and their people are like the tightest people, but jujitsu really is like I think because of <clears> how primal it is in the training and, and, yeah. you know, the emotions that come along with that, that there's just a different level of maybe connection, you know, that people share through yeah. it and respect.
0: And they understand it because you're climbing that mountain. So, you know, when we say there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, like that's not just some mannerism we're saying that's truth. Like there are blood, sweat, and tears that you're going <laughs> to put because there's time you're leaving. and And Chad has done a, I couldn't have asked for a better coach at to be at my age than having Chad and we've built a really good relationship. We're really good friends. And he encourages me all the time because there's been times I'm young in my jujitsu you know, journey. And I'm like, I suck at this. I don't, I don't know that I can do this anymore because there's been times I've left and I'm like, suck. I text him. I suck. <laughs> I, suck.
2: I said, yes, 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 you do. We all, and we all do. We all do. Right. Nice. I mean, yeah. none of us are, right that you know and that made the big picture of things you know right. like and i and i've told terry and it's a lack of a better way of saying it but at a at a white belt level you should suck right like you're not gonna know everything or everything or even how to get yeah, out you don't things. you don't know what you don't know right right like right. It, it's just so much like and you know, from when me and Matt started, things are so much different. Like you said, we're taking care of the new guys. We're talking to them like, Hey, if this hurts, make sure you tap or make sure you say something. My first class, I got heel hooked. I had no clue. (laughs) Like nobody said, Hey, if this hurts tap, I'm like, "Ah," you know, I don't even know what you're doing. (laughs) No clue.
1: So yeah. Yeah. You're kind of supposed to suck for a while. I think, you know, yeah. It's just the way that my brother-in-law got him to finally start. He's been married to my sister like seven years, eight years. (laughs) Now he's just been like a year into it. And the text message that I sent him one day that like finally got him to just, you know, go, okay. is I was like, hey man, just so you know, until you start training jujitsu, you're going to have to walk around every day in your life knowing that if I wanted to, I could kill you. (laughs) <laughs> I could kill you and there's nothing you could do about it. And he, he was it. like, he wrote back, he's like, are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, well, yeah, but like, you know, but just like, I'm just trying to make right. a point here. Like right. doing jujitsu. Right. And he was like, boom, he said, and now he tells me, he's like, damn it, man. I wish like, I wish that I had started seven years ago and he's got the same issue. He's like, I want, he wants to be so much better. He wants. To, and I'm like, bro, I, I could tell you right now after being in this for so long that you will never stop learning if nope. you don't let yourself like it, the day that you think you got it, you're, you're wrong. Like you're yeah. so wrong. You know, like my, my instructor, Sean would talk about how in the past three, you know, from getting his black belt to getting his first degree black belt in that three years, like he grew more in that period of time than anything else. And mind you, he came from Roy Dean or Chris Howder, uh, Roy Dean and Tom de Like that wow, was his yeah. blue, purple, brown, you know, background. Wow. So, so, you know, to hear that, you just recognize that, like, there is so much to learn. And now that I think the fun part is probably for, you know, for us have been doing for so long is like, you take these small concepts, and you make these small adjustments, and they have huge implications, because you already have such a solid base, you already have these things that, that now when I learn these fun things, I'm like, there's, there's so much better to get always. And it's, it's frustrating. But those conversations that you have with people, again, going back to that is, one way to kind of mitigate some of those frustrations that people have. Not, not, you know, that you're going to quit because you had a bad day, but just letting people know. Yeah. We all had that. Like we sure. all sucked and we all got our asses kicked and we just, you know, and it's a humbling mm-hmm. thing for a long, long time. For sure. You know? Yeah.
2: And you kind of took my thoughts exactly what I was going to say from, this is my third year as a black belt. And I think I've progressed more in those three years than my prior, you know, I was a brown belt for six years. And I kind of lost some confidence, and you know, like, man, is this ever going to happen? I wouldn't have quit rolling; I'd still be wearing that nasty old brown belt. But it's not uh, brown anymore; um,
0: it's white too. By the way,
2: no, it's pretty. It was pretty. My brown belt was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't in, look in brown. Good like, be, yeah,
0: like people look at it, and yeah. they're like, "That was a brown belt."
2: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I remember I went to a uh, <clears throat> I went to a seminar at, Klinger, at Klingerman's place when we became an affiliate of his, um, and we did a group picture. in brown belts, black belts are in the front row. And I'm sitting in the front row and I hear somebody's like, why is that white belt in the front row? Like, so, I mean, it was pretty, my belt's pretty bad. So,
1: yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But I no, think, I you know,
2: don't. I think some confidence when I got my black belt helped like, Hey, I, I, I do know what I'm doing. I, you know um, so that helped a lot. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then they got the big target on your back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Everybody wants to, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> wants, everybody wants to roll with you. Yeah. You know? They want to talk about the black belt.
0: I like to roll with them just so I can learn. It's like my, that's my goal. I was like, I know this is going to be bad or it can potentially be really bad, but I look at it as a learning every senior belt that I roll with. That's my first mindset thought when I go into it, I'm like, I'm going to yeah. be put in bad positions, but that's cool. Like, just bring it like, cause I, I'm not going to learn unless I do this. So I, I pay attention to where hands are locations, feet legs turning moving that's just the way my mind thinks um Mm. being kind of that engineer type mind like i really (laughs) do an analytic thing on it and i Mm. analyze everything so yeah for me it's like okay and a lot of the like the purple belts and the brown belts and stuff they're like they when we roll now like it's certain things like nice like okay it's like you're paying attention you're getting it it's like yes (laughs) thank god i am i'm not getting any younger
1: (laughs) yeah right (laughs) definitely seek that out i think help i think I, I always used to try to roll with the higher belts when i was first starting and it made a huge difference because you know you're you're being put in positions that you normally wouldn't you're sure. you know tip, typically they're more so there's a lot more body control so you're not getting smashed in the face Smash, with knees yeah. and you know whatever yeah. um you know and then hopefully if they you know if it's a good squad then they'll work with you after and just you know go over maybe some of the things that you could you know, adjust yeah. to kind of get better. I mean, it's great to be able to do that. I, I you know, it's funny because like probably same when you started. Like there was, if you had a purple belt in your school, that was a big deal. I mean, I was like, yeah. holy crap, there's a purple belt. And I and I look now, and I'm like, you know, we have almost ten black belts. We got like you yeah, know ten yeah. brown belts. I mean, my son, it, you know, gets to roll with like a lot of brown belts, a lot of black belts, a lot of purple. Mm. You know, it's crazy to have that. Yeah. Like that's a that's a huge gift for you know huge yeah. It's uh, that,
0: that I would say untapped that tapped potential for all the under rankings is huge. Like anyone that's listening, that's out there in a gym that has the ability and the availability to do that, do it, take full advantage of it, tap into your higher ranks to get all the knowledge and information you can out of them. And I'm not going to speak for them but I'm pretty much sure every one of them is going to coach you and teach you and give you every bit of knowledge that they possibly can. Cause as Matt alluded to, it's in the same position I am, you know, they're not going to shun you away and do it. So ask, sure. ask away, ask questions. I always feel if, dumb sometimes. Yeah,
2: yeah. And if they do, <laughs> if they do make you feel bad and shun you away, then that's a whole other situation you right. have to think about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. then you got to sure who
2: your teammates are. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah that's, yeah, that's that's rough. I'm always yep. the
0: guy raising hands and asking questions and looking around like, "Yep, nope, still that dumb butt." I'm still that dumb, <laughs> dumb butt guy that asks questions all the time.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're just you're just asking the question that a lot of people probably want to ask, but are too. <laughs> that's what Chad to tells me all ask. the time. Hey,
2: I, I've Definitely. I I I do that. Like if if Pete, our other black belt, is teaching and I'm in his class, I will ask a question purposely. I know the answer, but I want him to say it so somebody else hears it. My first instructor one of my first instructors was a purple belt, and he told me every time you go to a seminar, ask something, even if you know the answer, ask it because yeah. somebody's afraid to answer to ask it, maybe they feel silly or I try to get people to ask everything for sure for because sure. I think as an instructor, it also puts you on the spot like oh, do I know the answer do I know uh, yeah, no. do I know <laughs> <laughs> let me right. think let me think right, about right. it
1: right. <laughs> I know I know so. it's, it it my, my instructor has made me made it blatantly aware of how how much knowledge like superior like he i mean the guy like the guy's got he he pulls out whiteboards and he's right you know this system (laughs) goes into the i mean it's like the matrix it's like you know just a beautiful (laughs) mind like floating around he's got a whole connection to everything i mean it's amazing it's absolutely amazing for people like that can you know that can go through these systems and interlock yeah so that that's that's the level of it's a very inspiring level of jujitsu to want to Aspire to, yeah. you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah so and at really the same
2: time, and at the same time, you know, being an instructor, I'm humble enough to be like, I don't know, but let's, you know, let's figure it out. I talked to James. I, you know, we have um one of my our good friends, uh Jay Stu, he's a blue belt with us. Um, he's very good at uh baseball chokes. I'm not. So I'm like, hey, you want to show some baseball chokes? Nothing wrong with that, you know? No.
1: No, not at all, not at all. So. I think all the gyms should should be in that. I, I I think there's a lot of intimidation to that. And at our school, I remember my buddy Philip, who I says a first degree black belt. He he was demonstrating the technique, you know, with with uh, Sean, and asked a question like up, you know, in front of everybody about that. I was like, oh damn, that's like. That's cool. I didn't know that yeah. that was a thing that we did here. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Door open. I'm way less insecure <laughs> right, now. Thank you. Right. Right. Thanks, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that does help. Sometimes that's that's what people need. Sometimes too. You know, they need to break it open, have that you know foot in the door, broke it open in front of everybody. It's like sweet. Now I'm just gonna ask and do this and whatever because I feel so much oh, yeah. better about it. Versus yeah. being the little, the scared kid that sits in the back of the room all the time. It's like I'm never raising my hand. I know I want no. to. My brain tells me all day to do it, but I'm not doing yeah. it. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. cool. Good stuff, dude. Awesome.
1: Yeah, brother.
0: Hey, brother. Shout them all out. Everything. All. All your social. Do it. Give, give <laughs> us go. a rundown.
1: On Instagram, Epic Roll BJJ, uh, the One Bottle and also the One Bottle Company. Um, silverback in uh chantilly virginia it's our school if anybody's uh in the area it's funny we have a lot of people that actually come down and train with us like out of state they'll come down visit nice. and then we get to connect to so anybody that's in the area that wants to come and train doors are open love to have you guys very um, cool so yeah brother, so check those out follow us on social media and we'll, we'll definitely connect again when we get that uh launch of that bottle so i can get yeah. you guys those and yeah check that
0: out. for sure man everybody go out there and make sure you guys follow uh Matt, everything will be in the show notes as always. It's important that you guys go out there, support Matt, support us, everything we're doing. Appreciate everything that you did, Matt, everything that you're doing, coming on, hanging with us. Thank you so much, man, for taking the time. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for the gear, sending the gear. We're gonna run it next week, and I, and I, I mean. It looks great. It looks good. I mean,
1: I'm saying, yeah, it know? looks good. Like I can't, I, 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 I do.
0: and it's so it's iconic because it's so different. The sushi roll. No one's like, I'm like, man, that, that's sweet. And then the heart, like I was looking at the patch today and I was like, dang, that's like a legit looking heart and just says jujitsu and then ever. I was like, that is sweet. That's just a, yeah. it's simplistic, cool. beautiful, and awesome at the same time. I was hey, like, man, this is cool. <laughs>
1: You're making me blush. You're yeah, making yeah, me blush. Man. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, I really for, sure, it, dude. for sure. For
0: sure. Cool. Awesome. All right, awesome. my man. So hey. good
1: to connect with you guys. Thank you guys. Thank Thank appreciate you. it. Appreciate
0: it so much. Cool. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, come back each and every week for great guests and also go out there and follow us on social media. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or even on Twitter. Also go out there and find Matt on all social media platforms. You got Facebook, Instagram, Epic Roll BJJ. Check out www.epicrollbjj.com and also be on the lookout for the Company.com. You can go out there and sign up now for when the bottle is going to be released and it's a great one. Check it out. See you guys later.